0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Media Books podcast. In this podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about what we can learn from Clubhouse. Remember them? They were an app that developed about a year ago. And essentially, it was kind of like a mix between a webinar and a podcast. It was like a webinar where you can go live and people can talk and have conversations. um, But it was all live and it wasn't necessarily recorded podcasts um, at at the time when they really blew up and launched. And there are kind of a few lessons that we can learn from it and I want to talk about it. One of those lessons um, was actually inspired by another great marketing podcast, Marketing School with Neil Patel. And in the episode, he talks about something really interesting where the reason that Clubhouse really struggled, or he believes the reason that Clubhouse really struggled was not necessarily because it was a bad idea, but there were some essential elements in the app that were missing that made it very difficult to use. So a lot of times when I'm talking about marketing strategies, I talk about how we want to reduce the manual work that you have to do and increase the reach. We want to think, what can I do or what sort of marketing strategy can I build now so that five years down the road when I'm busy, I can still maintain this marketing strategy if it really takes off. So sometimes people will suggest things like Upwork because you can send out a bunch of proposals or, you know, going door to door and leaving like pamphlets or figuring out out ways to like one-on-one networking or cold messages or cold emails. Um, All of that is very manual and you are kind of targeting one person at a time, which makes it difficult to sort of grow that sort of marketing strategy. Compare this with email with something like email campaigns, social media, Facebook group ads, where you can sort of spend a standard amount of time and talk to, you know, five people or five million people. It doesn't really kind of matter. um, Generally, you you'll you'll be spending about the same amount of time in creating that content, and very similar to that strategy that I recommend. um, They saw that with Clubhouse. The issue with Clubhouse was that so much of the marketing and the promotion that you needed to do on the app was, it was a high, uh, it required a lot of your time, a lot of sort of that similar one-on-one, you needed to be live on the app using it in order to get a return on it. And the thing is when you logged off, the the, the meetings weren't recorded. People couldn't go back and listen. And that's where it kind of was more like a webinar than a podcast in um, and, and the sense that, if let's say I do a live at four o'clock and you have to pick up your kids at four o'clock or you have a meeting at four o'clock, you miss out on that chance to either hear the message or spread the message or network or do whatever you need to do. And in an age where we are so valuing flexibility, um, I mean that just didn't work for so many people. I mean, me alone. I mean, I'm I'm in Japan and so. <laughs> The idea of using Clubhouse, I mean, unless I want to wake up at 1am every day, it wasn't really possible. Um, Now, of course, a a lot of people in the US, if you're, I'm assuming, most of our audiences in the US or Canada, you guys are all in a very similar time zone. But still, I mean, you have meetings, you have things going on throughout the day. Um, One of 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 the struggles is that you can't just make your, your schedule open to any certain talk that you want to attend. And once the talk is over, you can't go back and listen, or you can't go back and participate. And so it made it very difficult for it to be something that you're supposed to do regularly. You know, a conference we can all go and make time for and have this be a very special event or even a webinar. But when it's something like Clubhouse, where it's part of your marketing strategy and something that you need to do on a regular basis, it makes it very difficult to build a following on that platform. Something else that was kind of the first lesson. The second lesson that I want to talk about is really when it comes to trends. Be wary of trends that require a lot of your time with very little return. And what I mean by that is, is you know, various is, you know, in that first lesson, we talked a little bit about return. Once you kind of go live, you can maybe get a return, but it's it's going to fizzle out quickly because you're no longer live, you're no longer talking, the conversation has ended. That recording isn't still available. People can't really participate still. And so it's harder to continue that return sort of after it's ended. So when we're thinking about different ways to sort of market or new trends show up, there are two things that you want to consider. One is whether you enjoy it. Because if you enjoyed Clubhouse, then I mean, it wasn't too much, you didn't really mind too much jumping on certain times, and you'd like to having those conversations. And maybe the recordings, yeah, it wasn't great. But you know, it was able, it was something that you enjoyed enough that you were able to make it a habit and do it consistently. If you didn't enjoy it, it's now asking a lot from you. Not only do you have to try to turn this into a habit, but little things like the fact that there weren't recordings that you could tap into later on, made it really even more difficult for you to Get a return on that investment. You also couldn't outsource it, which is another huge thing. Talking about as your firm is expanding, you need to be able to find different ways to outsource some of these tasks. So, for example, let's relate this to your marketing email campaigns. You can outsource that. Social media, Facebook groups, ads, all this stuff you can generally outsource. Um, One thing in social media that Frankly, if you've listened to me for a while, you know I'm not the biggest fan of. Um, But is Reels. I'm not the biggest fan of Reels. And the first reason is I don't enjoy it. It doesn't feel authentic to me. And if you enjoy Reels and you're able to kind of keep up a a consistent schedule um, because you enjoy it, awesome. You should keep doing it. And I'm sure you are finding great ways to grow on social media. Personally, I don't enjoy it. And it's also something I cannot easily outsource. There are a few strategies on how you can kind of do reels with um, without kind of showing your face or being physically in front of the camera. But very similar to Clubhouse, it's a difficult thing to sort of send to a contractor or send to a new hire and have them do. Clubhouse required a lot of manual time and attention. And so when you're trying to figure out a marketing strategy that will grow with your firm, really consider, am I gonna be able to do this when my business doubles or triples in size? Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Media Books podcast. Speaking of outsourcing, you don't have to do it all on your own. So much goes into marketing, you can guide the ship, you can be involved, you can do the parts of the content creation process that you really enjoy, like reels, but you can also expedite the rest. To learn more about what it's like to outsource those marketing tasks you don't enjoy, visit our website, mediabooksagency.com.